Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you one more time, O God, and in our our humble humble presence, O God, we thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do in the midst of us, Lord, as we study your word. God, help us to divide it rightly. Yes, Lord. Lord, we pray tonight that we will be decreased and you will be increased. Yes, Lord. As we study your word, as we pray that somebody will gain understanding Hallelujah. and come the understanding of who you are and what the words will do in their lives. We pray tonight that everyone who listens will be blessed. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, and so we are... We're up to chapter 2, and like we, uh, we always do in the previous chapters, we establish the fact that uh, Paul, the apostle, uh, was, was, uh, was exhorting young, the young minister, Timothy, the young minister, Timothy, um, while he was on his way to Macedonia, Timothy would remain in, 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 in Ephesus. And Timothy, being a young minister, required that Paul would bring him into understanding of what will be, what will be happening in the house of the living God. Amen. Timothy will be taught that there are those who will come, those who will try to try to change the doctrine. Yeah. Some will come to try to. To, to infiltrate and, 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 and cause all kinds of deception in the church of the living God. And so Paul wanted him to do one thing, and that is watch. Be a good watchman. Hallelujah. Watchman. And to, and to, and to stay focused on, on the doctrine. Do not lose sight of the doctrine. Teach it. Swallow it. Sleep with it. Never lose sight of the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because this year, it all comes down to following the word of God. And Amen. Paul did not want him to lose sight of that. Paul did not want him to lose sight of that. And so, and so he exhorted him over and over again to not to lose sight. Not to lose sight, but to continue in the doctrine. In the name of Jesus. Now we are up to chapter 2. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if you could read for us. Absolutely. Get it. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here, here, here Paul. Bless you, sir. Here Paul addresses, Paul addresses Timothy. Bless you, Lord. My son. Yes. My son. Be strong. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. Constantly exhorting him to, to be strong, not just physically, but to keep that armor of God 
Amen. You must be able. You must be able. And you are going to gain strength as you keep the word in you and continue and abide in the word. But he wanted Timothy to understand that, look, so much is going to come up against you. Mm-hmm. And unless the word is in you, unless this word is in you day and night, then you will be very, it's going to be very difficult for you to, to, to fight against the wiles of the enemy. Amen. Right? And the thing that thou hast heard, you have heard me say these things. You have heard me preach. <coughs> teach. You have heard me, heard me exhort. You have heard me read. These things that you heard me do, because you are witnesses. You are witnesses to this. You were in the same place I was in. Mm-hmm. Teach to others. Yes, yes. The same commit thou to faithful men. That's right. Commit to faithful men. And, and that word is very, very important. But, but I'm in Faithful men. You're going to commit this. You, you would have seen them. You would have known them. You would have watched them. Their performance. How they, how they grew up in the church. What they do. Faithful. Committed to faithful men. Who shall be able to teach others also. To teach others also. As you teach them, they can teach others. Hallelujah. So this doctrine of truth will not get caught up into one location, but it will be said throughout the entire world. Praise the Lord. In verse 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier yes. of Jesus Christ. No man that wore it entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. Correct. Mm-hmm. My God, no man wore it entangleth himself. Yes. You, are, you are in this battle. The moment you took on Jesus Christ, you're at war. The moment you took on Jesus Christ, there is now a war between light and darkness. Paul exhorted him again, you're now in a battle. You're now warring against what? Against flesh and blood. You're not warring against flesh and blood. You're not warring against flesh and blood. Don't think that's where the war is. This is why you have to be shut up. You're, you must have, have on the breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shut up. You must be ready. You must be armed with the word of God. He says, no man word entangled himself with the fears of this world. Amen. We yeah, live in the world. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. We live in the world, but we are not of the world. Amen. And so we, we, should, be, we should be in the word constantly. In, this, in the word. So, you got to endure hardness. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because this is a spiritual battle. As in the physical world, as men go out to war. Now, you see when when, when people train, train for battle. That's one part of their, of the work. When they train. But when they're now getting ready to go on the actual battlefield, they wear a different kind of armor. Amen. They're now wearing a different set of armor. Mm-hmm. If you took notice in the, in the scriptures, in, in the, the Roman Empire, the soldiers 
covered. Your armor are are, are metal faded. It covers your chest. Amen. It covers your head. It covers your arm and your shoulders. And these men are prepared for battle. So should we take on. So should we take on this, this spiritual breastplate. Your feet shut up and your head covered. Amen. Don't go into battle without being prepared. No man wore it. And if a man strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully. Ah, wow. So, just for emphasis on everything the word. We, do, we must do it lawfully. Everything we do, we must do it lawfully. Do it the right way. Yes. Whatever we are seeking to, whatever we are seeking to find or to have, whatever we are seeking for, in in the in, in the in the body of Christ, we are seeking after perfection. We are seeking after that crown. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants that crown of righteousness, and so we are seeking after after we are constantly seeking after better and greater. The Bible says, "Higher heights and deeper depths." Yeah. God. If a man is if a man is is is, is, is seeking out the mastery, yes, he's gonna practice every day. Amen. He's gonna rehearse. He's gonna be out there constantly. Amen. Day and night. But he won't be crowned except he strive lawfully. He must do it lawfully. The right way. Go ahead, sir. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, sir. I'm just he must do it. He must do it lawfully. There's no shortcut here. Thank you. You can't ask someone to come and you can't ask someone to come and help you. You know, I mean, you can't have for 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 a third hand. You are gonna use what God gave you. Amen. And so there is no shortcut here, but by the word of promise. You can't ask somebody to take the exam for you. You can't have somebody to write the paper for you. You have Come to do it for yourself. If you're striving to be the master of the material, the process is what's important. You won't be crowned except you do it the right way, except you have had that experience, except you have gone through it. There's no, oh, he wrote the paper for me. He helped me. No, you got to strive lawfully. Amen. Go ahead, sir. Lawfully. Yes, excellent point, sir. Excellent point, sir. And we like with anything, like with anything in our in our in our physical life, in our Christian life, everything we done must be done properly. It must be done legally. Mm-hmm. It must be done legally. There's no there's no backdoor dealings here. No, no, no. God is not gonna honor. God will not honor anything that's out of order. Praise the Lord Jesus. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. We're going to be growing. We are growing Christ. We are growing. As we grow, as we grow in the word, God is going to give us understanding of the word the moment we open up ourselves to study. God is going to begin to give us understanding of this word. All he wants to do is to see your heart. When a man has a made-up mind to serve God, God is now ready to pour into him understanding. The word says that, that, that the fear of God is the beginning. 
man who leverage you know, he's speaking physically in a in a in a in a garden or or one who digs up plows. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's worthy. He's exactly. worthy of what he labors for. Yes, yes. Exactly. Anyone, this is the reason why a man protects his garden, protects his crop so much from, from criminals. Bishop, Bishop, sister sister Brown over here, um preaching behind you. Go ahead. What were you saying here? No, I said if the husband's supposed to eat it first, but I'm the one cooking it. So you see, you see what she did. <laughs> she she twisted the stuff. It says the husband may not labor it must be first. So the person who's doing the work, who's doing the cooking, must eat first. Of course. The one who is working in the if a man don't work, neither should he eat. Amen. So the husband. So she said yes, the husband must eat, but did she cook it? <laughs> She over here preaching behind you, sir. Amen to that, though. Amen. So that's Amen. why they were always saying that before a minister, before you preach, before the the speaker, I think preaches, he has to be, he has to find himself or search himself first or see where that scripture, um, you know, minister to him first before he puts it out there, right? That's why it's important. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He must. I can't come tell you something that I'm not doing. Right, right. And he said, you must have muzzled yeah. the oxen that trailed out the corn. If I may, if I may, I don't know this one. See, yes, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying life is all about an, an, an equation. If you put in less, you get less. But if you put more in life, you get more. Just like Amen. a farmer, when he works hard, he does everything accordingly. Yes. If food will be more, Amen. yes. If you yes. put in less, you get less. Otherwise, sometimes if you don't even put in much, you get nothing. Amen. Yes. So here, Paul yes. is emphasizing on the point that Timothy must work hard if he's good. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then he said, consider yes. what I say. Think about it. Yes. Think about what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Lord, Go ahead, sir. In all things. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. You're going to grow. You're going to grow. And God is going to give you understanding as you move forward in God. And yes. Important Hallelujah. Study the word. Stay in the word. Amen. Stay under the cross. It is the only way to actually see now the revelation of what God wants you Praise the Lord Jesus. He will give you understanding. He promises to do that. In verse 7, in verse 8. He says, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. So it doesn't matter what you do to me. It doesn't matter what you do to me. You can, you can chain me. You can beat me. You, you, you can kill me. But the word of God cannot. You can't the word of God. Can't bound it. You cannot stop the word of God. In the book of Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, I believe it's 55 and verse 11, he says, so shall my word that goes out. 
word that goes out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void. So the word of God is going to go out and accomplish that which it went out to accomplish. Amen. No matter what they do to me, the word of God still stands. Amen. I'm going to rise from the dead. He said, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. You can't kill me. I'm going to rise. I'm going to live. I'm going to live. And I suffer trouble. Yes. Gonna suffer trouble. Verse 9. It's not going to be an easy road. I got to suffer hard. No. Back, back to you, Bishop. You're going to suffer hardship. You're going to suffer hardship as an evildoer. Even on the bond. But the word of God is not bound. My Amen. God, my God. You can't lock the word in. You can't, you can't, you can't lock it away. You can't throw it away. It's not bound. Amen. It's not bound. It's open. You can't go any higher. You can't go above it. You can't go underneath it. Anywhere you go, the word yeah. of God stands. Therefore, stand, stand, stand. Yeah. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake. Go ahead, sir. That day, the elect, the elect, the chosen, the ones who were, were from the foundation of this world, were selected, elected, were chosen. Paul is saying to you that I'm standing here for you. I'm standing in the gap for you. Right? Mm -hmm. I endure all this for you. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for me. Jesus Christ already told him that, look, look, this man is going to suffer many things for my words, my name's sake. Mm -hmm. This is why he told him, don't bother me anymore. See in my flesh. Look at the wounds in my flesh. I'm doing this for you. So the question is, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for self, to enrich yourself, to make yourself look good, to be in charge, to be Lord? Or are you doing it for the elect's sake that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus? Who are you doing it for? My God. My God. Go ahead, sir. Paul was not selfish. Paul was not selfish. He looked upon mankind and saw the sin of man. He saw the death of their sinfulness. And he put himself out there. Amen. He put himself out there. My God, he stood between he stood between between death and love. But he placed himself out there because he believed in the word of the mighty God. Hallelujah. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abided faithful, he cannot deny himself. My God, Jesus reminded his disciples, he said, look, I go to a place. But you cannot come right now. You can't come right now. I go to prepare a place. That's where I am. Here you will be also. Yes. You must suffer. You must yes, suffer with me. I suffered. You will suffer with me. You go down in the grave with me. You shall rise up with me. Amen. You're going to reign with me. 
My God, my God. If we deny him, he also will deny us. My God, you, if you deny him, you are, you are, you are, you are co-laborers with Christ. Sister Paulette, Sister Paulette over here talking again, Bishop. Let us speak. Speak up, Sister Paulette. No, I said like Peter. Like Peter what? Like Jesus. What did he do? He said he didn't know the man. So you got to speak up. <laughs> so over here saying like Peter denied Jesus, claiming he didn't know him. And if we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abided faithful. He cannot deny himself. So if we are the body of Christ, no matter what the persecution, no matter what the hardship, no matter what the situation, if we are the body, how is Christ going to deny himself? He stood before Pilate. He stood before Pilate. Pilate asked him. Pilate asking the question, are you the king of the Jews? Are you the king of the Jews? He cannot deny himself. Don't say it. Don't say it. That's it. He would not deny himself. My God. Stop falling. No, I was going to say that um, sometime under pressure, you know, you never oh. know how... <laughs> you never know how one... Um, would respond that so we often talk about it that we could say right now oh we would never deny Jesus just like Peter did and Peter was just like his you know good you know, you know that's an excellent point right so um but under pressure <laughs> I mean we don't know you know what's the response so we really have to pray for grace I guess uh, Bishop can I deal with this one face you know please do so all right I went to a church when I got saved when we were young. Yeah. And one thing the preacher preached at night, I never forget. He yeah. said, pressure, pressure with pressure. Yeah. You heard what he said? Yeah. Pressure, mm -hmm. pressure, pressure with what? Pressure. With pressure. Yeah. So if they're pushing on you, what you must do? Push, Push back. Yeah. Go ahead, Dr. Katenga. No, he was saying yes. push back. You, what were you saying, sir? What I'm saying is, people try to mistreat you, should also react. Exactly, if you, be, if you become docile. Yes, in a different way so that they realize that uh, what they're doing is bad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's during persecution in, the, in these last days that we're really going to know and really going to see. That's why he said, if we suffer, because the way to... Yeah attest that Jesus is Lord mm -hmm. the way to affirm that Jesus is Lord is that you're prepared to suffer for what you believe right, right. so you said you know what if I suffer with him I'm going to reign with him yeah. so you is Jesus Lord yes right. you, we're going to crucify it you say you say well for me to live is Christ and to die is gain yeah. and you begin to push back the scriptures yeah so you have to testify. He cannot deny himself. So you're pressure, pressure, Amen. with pressure. Amen. Back in your hand, sir. Amen. 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 Um, you know, um, I reflect also on on the on the Christian church when they when they when they when the church first began. Exactly. The Bible spoke about the um the the, the they were first called Christians. Mm -hmm. 
uh, in Antioch, and and uh, you know they they it it was it was it was a time where you know the the, the rulers at that time could not could not bear the fact that we have we have a a a, a, a people set of people who appear to be worshiping somebody who they considered to be dead. They could not gain understanding that why are these people worshiping someone who we have killed? Mm. Why is the worshiping someone who we have killed? Recognizing, recognizing that these people, no matter what they did to them, they are going to worship him regardless. Amen. They're not going to deny him. Amen. And so they would, they would, they would give themselves to be, to be killed. Because they had to be faithful unto death. That's what you're saying, yes? They would, they would release their properties. They would be fed to the lions. Mm -hmm. But they believed. They believed in Jesus Christ. Unto death. Unto death. I want your belt. You can't deny it. Amen. You just cannot deny it. Amen. There's the Lord Jesus. He said, of these things, put them in remembrance. Of these Remember things... It. Put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, mm -hmm. but to the subverting of the hearers. Yeah, the, listen to the liars and the hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Listen to the liars. You know those who come, come, come with, with you know with tinkling ears. They come to, with a hot iron, cunning, crafty yeah. words, you know, preaching, preaching all kinds of doctrines, trying to deceive. Trying to deceive the people. Trying to deceive the people. Amen. Praise the Lord. He said, but to the subverting of the hearers. But woe unto them. Amen. Woe unto them. Amen. You're misleading God's people. Mm -hmm. Woe unto them. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Then he said, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, this this verse is widely used. Mm -hmm. Widely used. I think a lot of you miss one thing that is said in this verse. When it says, approved unto God. We must be mm -hmm. approved unto God. God. Not man. Amen. Not man. Unto approved God. unto God. And so God is God is watching. God is watching. God expects a man or the woman of God to study, to study, and to and to always be in the Word. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the woman of God must constantly study. Amen. When God, again, I said it before that when God sees you in the Word, you know, absorbing it. Eating the word. God is going to bring the word back to your memory. Amen. The Holy Ghost will bring the, the word back to your memory at the time when you need it. Amen. So it's not just to have head knowledge, but it's to defend the gospel. You have to be, be, be able to defend it because there are those who are going to compress in you. Mm -hmm. And God wants you to be sharp. He wants you to be ready. Amen. He wants you to have the word. Glory to God. And so not stand here and look silly. God don't want no silly minister. Not at all, sir. Who are ready to defend this doctrine. 
you know, a lot of times when ministers don't study and they come up and then they start preaching, then you hear they start shouting and they start making a lot of noise and then they start telling off people. They start, yeah. oh, you not do this and you don't do that. And, and, and they start, but they have not studied. So because they have not studied, the word. out of their bellies oh. cannot flow rivers of living yes. water. But we must study Absolutely. to show ourselves approved unto God. Approved unto God. Unto God. Mm. Like you said, too many of them preaching on the people. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. It is the word. I don't want to preach the word. Let the Amen. word convict them. Yeah. It is the word that's going to them. Amen. It is the word that's going to save them. Amen. It's the word that will make you be able to stand in difficult times. It is the word that will make you stand up and face the adversaries. It is the word that will sustain you and keep you. Yes. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide uh, under the... Go ahead, Bishop. Amen. My God, my God. You know, and, and they are the same ones picking people out of church. Yes. Picking people out of church. My God. They don't want to be in the church. Mm. Who, who, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. Putting somebody out of the church of the living God. The Bible says scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. They do things for an outward show. Mm -hmm. But inward they are filled with dead men's bones. Mm -hmm. The people that they killed oh, who used to be in church. Mm -hmm. The people that they put out. My God. Under their legalism. Yes. They are filled with dead men's bones. Because they did not study the word of God that they might rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. He said, but shun profane and vain babblings. Sometimes you hear them when they start um, that tongue, they, they don't study the Bible and then they start boom, boom, boom. He said, but shun profane and vain babblings. A lot of times you hear a whole bunch of vain babblings. They don't study the scripture. They have no word. Paul said, I'd rather Speak five words with my understanding than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. You're preaching to a group of people and you're talking in a foreign tongue and you don't interpret vain babblings, vain babbling preachers. You did not study. You were not called. And that's why we have to shun you because of your vain babblings. For they will increase unto more ungodliness. Go ahead, sir. You know, Elder, when I was growing up, you know, I think most of us, you know, who grew up in the islands heard this word before, babble. Yes. And why you're babbling? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. babbling so much. And and I believe the terminology came from from the days of Nimrod. Mm -hmm. uh, and I took, amen. But, and mm -hmm. Come on, from the days of Nimrod. Mm -hmm. When they tried to build the tower to heaven. Oh, yes. Thought they could build a tower to heaven. Yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of these men didn't recognize that they saw the sky mm -hmm. and they thought the sky was actually touching the earth. So they're gonna build a tower now. The language. That's why that's why some of these people are still building these towers. Mm -hmm. They have these big beautiful churches. Mm -hmm. But they go into the church and babble. Amen. And you don't understand one word, word. that they say. Not one word. And they, oh, they speak it in tongues and the spirit took over. And they, and they start carrying on and carrying. Vain babblings. Vain 
The apostle says, speak so I can understand what you're saying. What do we do now with this current crisis? What do we do? They lock down the church. All of them lock down the church and gone home wondering how they going to pay for all the stuff that they put on credit. Hello, somebody. When they should have been prepared, get oil in their lamp. God sent tools. Tools that you can use to reach people. Reach people on the outside. They close down the church. And gone home with their hand at their jaw. Because of their vain babbling. But you have to have substance. Go ahead, Bishop. I want to welcome, I want to welcome online tonight our Pastor Crystal Willis from, from Jamaica. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Hey. Welcome, welcome. God bless you, sir. And Judith Green, my good friend, I yeah. love you still. God bless you. Yes, first time, Sister uh -huh. Judith, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you, ma'am. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. Amen. So the word says, but shun profane and vain babblings. A whole bunch of people coming up to church every Sunday and you perform a babbling show. You put on a babbling show. Mm -hmm. They need you now. They need you now. They need your support. They need guidance. They need direction. They want to know how do, what do I do with all the things I'm hearing from the world? The crisis that the world is telling me about. I want to know about the Christ. Hallelujah. I want to know about the Christ. Mm -hmm. Not the crisis. I Amen. I want to know about Peter. The word. I want to know about Peter. When the winds and the waves were blowing around him and coronavirus was flying around Peter out in the sea. And he looked at Jesus and said, Lord, can I come to you? And the Lord said, come. And Peter come walked to the Lord on that water with all the coronavirus, wind and waves blowing around him. He had his eye. And then when he turned around and began to look at all these things, when you begin to turn and look at all the things happening around you, you're going to sink. Yeah. Keep your eye on Jesus. Amen. Bishop, take it away. Yeah, I'm getting stirred up. <laughs> take it away, Hallelujah, Bishop. Hallelujah, But that's the word of God. That's the word of Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. the word that's going to do it all. Amen. You must speak it in the language that one can understand. Yeah, the word is, is moving, correct. Yes, yes you know, the, the Christ and not the crisis. It's a, it's, amen. It's a living word. The Bible says these words I speak are what? True yeah. and they are life. Yes, life. I speak life. Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it says, and their word will eat as do it a conquer. Of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the fate of some. Canker worm. Come on, Bishop, talk to me. Come on, a canker worm. Do you know what a canker is? A canker is a cancerous sword. Oh my God. It's a disease. It's a disease. The association here, Paul did not miss the word. The association here with anger is telling you that for oh, what you have done, for what you have said, is a disease, is a disease choice of a word to deceive God's people. Amen. When you now would come now and deceive us to the people whose faith relies upon the resurrection and tell people 
that the resurrection is already gone. Mm-hmm. What do we have? What hope do we have? What hope do we have? You were telling people that they would not see tribulation. You were telling people right. that they would not suffer. You were telling people that they're going to be gone before the trouble come. Right. The trouble is here now worldwide. What are you going to tell them? You're going to tell them that it wasn't the Lord speaking to you then? Hallelujah. What are you going to you tell them that you are going to be caught up. You're going to be gone before the trouble come. Right. And you're not going to see trouble. Right. God would not do that to his church. God would not. Okay, where's the church now? And what's that? The church is right here in the midst of what's going on. And the Bible says they overcame him by the blood of Jesus Christ and by his testimony, by the testimony of Jesus Christ. We're going to overcome. Amen. Who concerning the truth have erred? You have a lot of erroneous, babbling, cankerous preachers every Sunday with their eye on your pocketbook. That's all they're concerned about. Their eyes on your pocketbook. Their word eating like a conquer. They put on fancy speeches, vain babblings, increasing to more ungodliness. And their word getting ready to eat the little earnings that you make each week. Amen. Hey God. Con uh, telling you about so a seed. So a seed. Concerning the truth I've heard. A whole bunch of preachers going to have to give a count for when they tell the church. So the church going to be caught up before all this trouble come. Alright. You don't obey the curfew. You don't obey the curfew. The Bible says obey every ordinance of man. Obey every ordinance of man. Exactly. Obey. You do not resist. The kingdom of God is not of this world. So you obey them. But. You stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand for him who concerning the truth overthrow the faith of some. Some people say, oh, they said we were going to be caught up. Oh, they said we were going to be gone before all this come. And you have a whole bunch of Christians now confused because you lied. The spirit of your well, father, the devil is in you. You're a liar. Well, let's elaborate on that, uh, Reverend, for a minute. Yes. Okay, um, you know, Paul... Paul spoke this and he wanted understanding, he wanted us to have understanding that in 1 Thessalonians, yes. Thessalonians, praise the Lord. Let's go to first, quickly go to 1 Thessalonians, uh, go to first 4. Uh, chapter 4, you mean, four. chapter 4. Chapter 4 and verse 13. All right. Start at verse 13. <laughs> So, so we can eliminate the confusion. Yes. Go ahead, sir. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning with verse 13. Yes. He said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, yes. concerning them which are asleep, that he yes. should sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend... Stop there. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice yes. of the archangel and with the trump yes. of God 
and the dead yep. in Christ shall rise first. Then right. we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and? to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Yeah. It cannot be explained any better. It cannot be explained any better. So the deception hurt Paul to the core. The deception hurt Paul to the core. That you are deceiving the people of God. This is why men ought to study for themselves. Read the book for yourself. Bishop, let me read one more because he had to write to the Thessalonians again. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1. Still concerning the coming of the Lord, he wrote, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that he be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, Neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Listen to this. He said, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except they come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So he said, Concern the coming of Christ. That day is not going to come. Except there is a falling away first. And a man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition. Who oppose it. And exalted himself above all that is called God. Or that is worship. So that he as God. Sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. The man of sin is going to be revealed. Sitting in the temple claiming to be God. And yeah. we are not going to be caught up until this happened. Jesus said immediately after the tribulation. But you have the false prophet telling people about they're going to be gone. They're not going to experience any trouble. They're going to be gone. Now they're running because people start questioning them now. What is going on? What answer do you have? They shut down the church and gone. They not answering questions on Facebook. We have a thing we call Ask the Pastors. A new program, Ask the Pastor. Pastors, we asking you to come on, Ask the Pastors, so people can ask you about what you preach so that you might answer for what you preach. Go ahead, Bishop. Amen. 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 And, and, and the, word, the, word, the word explained it precisely. And this is why I... I, I Emphasize that people ought to take their Bible and read. You know, we have large churches on Sunday, Sunday morning. You know, there's no Bible study on Sunday morning. No! This is why, this is why, this is why church starts long before Sunday morning. Because Sunday morning in some churches is just charismatic lifestyle, charismatic mm -hmm. behavior. You know? Praise is what we do. Praise so, and worship. You know? You know? So we want to, we want to study this word. In season and out of season. Amen. That we understand for ourselves. We understand for ourselves. Amen. When somebody stands before us and give us deceptive conversation, study to show thyself approved. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, nevertheless, the, <laughs> go ahead. So, 
Can you also read um, Corinthians 1, verse 18 and 19? First Corinthians 1. Corinthians 1. First Corinthians 1. Verse 18 and 19. First Corinthians 1. Verses 18 and 19. It says, mm -hmm. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to mm -hmm. nothing the understanding of the prudent. <laughs> A powerful word, Bishop. Yeah. Go ahead. You brought that up. Go ahead, Bishop. Doc. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ, for him to have died because we disappointed him, because we sinned against God, for those that think whatever I did is nothing. But to those of us like Paul understood his death, those of us who have understood the death of Jesus Christ and his resurrection, it means a lot because his resurrection has assured us to have eternal life. And the message which is preached about is still being crucified. And him being resurrected is more convict, convicting. It has convicted us. Amen. That it has convicted us that if we make a mistake, not accept what Jesus Christ went through, then we are going to perish. He said, nevertheless. He said, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Go ahead, Bishop. Nevertheless. 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 That word sums it up all. Nevertheless. The foundation of God. Stand it sure. The rock. This rock. This solid foundation. Having this seal. Seal unto the day of redemption. Amen. So whether I preach, whether I follow, whether you preach, whether you follow, the foundation of God and it's sure. My God. And what? And let those who what? If you if you if you follow him, if you know him, depart from iniquity. Depart from sin. The church of God is always open. You can close the building. Right. They can close the building. Amen. But they cannot close the church. Amen. They close the church. You see, that's why when you fool people and tell people that the building was a church, and we told them the building is not the church. We are, you cannot close the church. The church is one foundation. It's Jesus Christ the Lord. You can close the building. Nevertheless, the foundation, the church is open, beloved.
Come on in. Amen. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth where two or three are gathered together. The foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seed, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Not everything, not every building, not every preacher belong to the Lord. And let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart from covetousness. Filthy lucre. Greed. Manipulation. Devouring widows' houses. Devouring people living. Now God changes circumstances. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? The foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seed, the Lord know his church. The church is always so you can't close the church. You can't close the building. And you obey the laws, you obey the ordinance of man and close the building. But the church is open. Let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, Bishop, but in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor yes. and some to dishonor. Go ahead, sir. Oh, Lord, my God. In a great house. In a great house. You know, in a great house. You know, I was, I was watching recently the story of Nebuchadnezzar's son. How they took, how they took the, 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 the vessels of, the, of, of God, of the Lord. My God, they my God. And they, and they and they drank and they and they smoked and they and they and they cursed and they swore and they took the honorable things of God. Now God set for mess and God took him out. Why? Because not only because of the cup, but because of the, the disrespect. The disrespect. You did not honor God. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says in a great house, you know, in, inside your own house, you know, you have you have you know you have a pot. And if you look at that pot, that pot might be crusty and rusty Amen. and dirty. But that pot provides such great food. You know, it provides such good food. You know, you have your toilet. You have your toilet. You know, you have you have a plunger, but in a great house you have you have things of dishonor. And then you come to another side where you have your beautiful china. Amen. You have your beautiful wine glass. Amen. Mm-hmm. Some things are of honor. Some are or dishonor. But in the body of Christ, in the body of Christ, if you don't strive to make yourself pure and clean Amen. and righteous before God, Hallelujah. To use you. And so what God wants to do is to is to is to what? Purify yourself. Amen. So right. you can use you for honor. Righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Amen. Amen. You know, if you, if you, if you look back to um to um to First Timothy, 
the Bible spoke about, you know, if a man desired the office of a bishop. Yes. And they gave you the criteria. One of those criteria, it spoke about not a novice. Mm-hmm. Not a novice. Uh, and again, I'm not knocking anyone, but the Bible said not a novice. Mm-hmm. Choose someone. Choose the Bible. You choose someone who has a good report. Amen. Good report of men. A good report. Somebody mature. Fearful. Who, you know, mm-hmm. or faithful. Yes. You know, they have been in the church and you're seeing them clean the church. They have washed feet. They have they have ministered to the sick. You know, they have, they, have, they go into the hospital and they've done all these things. Oh yes. They are broken. You know, these are men who have broken into the church. But when you use a novice, the Bible says here, you know, flee, youthful. Because youth will go back. Blood hot, man. Reproach. Blood hot. They love nice clothes and nice shoes and pretty cars. And women and money and stuff like that. Women. Mm-hmm. My God. And will bring a reproach to the church. Yes. My God. He said, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So he's telling us that people will call on the Lord, but it's the condition of the heart. Some people call on the Lord for filthy lucre. Some people call on the Lord with cunning, crafty, deceptive words. But we should follow Faith, charity, and peace with them that so you got to understand the motive. What caused them to call on the Lord? Let me tell you this, and it's back in your hands, Bishop. One time when I was going to college, right? I saw this girl reading our Bible in the hallway. She had our Bible open. It was right before I examined. She looked deep and spiritual and she was reading our Bible. So I said, man, oh, that girl is deep, man, because here it is we going to take an exam. And she's reading her Bible. As I got to know her better, I found out what it was. She didn't study at all. So she was a Lord of mercy. How am I going to do on this? How am I going to take this exam? So there are people that call on the Lord, but it's not out of a pure heart. It's a desperation cry. He said you must study to show yourself approved unto God. So when she failed the exam, I'm like, but... Oh, this girl is so deep. And what happened? It's like, oh, I'm not time for study and stuff. So I'm just throw one up and call on God and see what happened. Mm. You're calling on the Lord, but not out of a pure heart. He said, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Knowing that they do gender strife. It's not every question you respond to. Even on Facebook. Some things you just avoid. One man, he was... Pushing so far, I say no. I'm gonna just avoid that question. The man, right back. I say, are you saying I'm foolish and unlearned? <laughs> I had to tell him I didn't say it, but he got the message because I wrote. I said I'm avoiding the question. He realized I don't want to get in an argument with him, and then he rec- right. and then he just we laugh and we became good friends. Foolish and unlearned right. questions avoid. Amen. Knowing that they do the gender strife and the servant of the Lord must not strive. Our task is to learn how to walk away. I went into a meeting with a man one day and he started cussing. He st- I walked away because I didn't want to be the same way. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, up to teach, unto all men, unto all men able to teach. 
patience, patient in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Into your hand, sir. And you know, and Paul, Paul again, you know, is, is giving us more criteria as he gave us back in First Timothy. You know, you know, meekness. You know, meekness. He's speaking about speaking about one who can. Who, uh, he spoke about five and be gentle, be meek, be patient, be ready to teach at any moment. One should be ready to give. It's a teaching moment uh, to give someone the word of God. You know, have to teach. Meekness, patience. Uh, you know, though he, there are some people who oppose, you know, who oppose themselves. You know, but but God wants to forgive sins, and God wants to work with every man. Mm -hmm. And so this is the reason why you don't strive with them. Don't yeah. strive with them. Amen. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. You know, because you know when you if you strive, if you start arguing, you know these you know harsh words might come. Exactly. And then suddenly we don't know what it will lead to. But a man of God don't want to put himself in that situation. Not at all. A servant of God must never place himself in situations where they find themselves person in the, in the street, person in the store. But what's going to happen if somebody sees you? Isn't that pastor so-and-so? Isn't that sister so-and-so? We don't want to find ourselves in that position. Amen. So walk away. 